Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Grace Pits with Q. Again, my name is Q, and I am a part-time college instructor, but a full-time Christian. I'm so glad to be back. It's been a while that I've been away from podcasting. This is our third episode, and I promised to give it to you, I think, two weeks ago. And I'm really sorry if it took me a while to get back on track. I'm actually still juggling a lot of things right now and I had to just take a pause and you know just ask the Lord to refresh me, restore me, refuel me. Uh, I would definitely started to operate on my own strength and lose my focus on the Lord and I'm really grateful that God sent people and God used his word more than anything and the Holy Spirit to remind me that I'm no longer on the right track. I'm serving the Lord and I look productive, but on the inside, I'm very far from Him. And what a sad state that is. And if you are in that state right now, then the Lord is gracious. I I really am urging you to take a break and spend time alone with the Lord and prioritize your inner life your relationship with him because that's the most important treasure that we have in this life and the life to come the fact that we are recipients of grace and that Jesus has bought us by his blood he died on the cross he was buried for three days he rose again on the third day in fulfillment of the scriptures and he is our savior our God and he will return again one day one fine day very soon and he will rule and reign as our king so yeah wow 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 what a couple of weeks it has been for me and i'm sure for you as well and tonight we will be listening not only to me i have actually interviewed two wonderful friends of mine they are in some part of the middle east and they're very special ladies who have been serving the lord and who who have loved the lord for many years and i think you know what our topic is for tonight it's about singleness so friend if you're listening is singleness for you a blessing or a curse we're gonna hear from these two ladies and i'll share my thoughts later on also yeah let's go Hello everyone, I'm Ate VS. VS stands for Very Single and Victorious Soldier. I am currently uh, staying in Central Asia, teaching English. Hello everyone, it's me. You can call me as M for short. Um, single for the moment. Single for the moment. <laughs> single at the moment. Single at the moment. Okay, I currently work in Middle East country. I'm an OFW. Wow, nice to nice to have you on our podcast uh, at the VS and SM, Miss SM, yeah. Miss Single for Ms. the moment, and um, Miss Very Single. Thank you so much for taking the time. And before we proceed, I'd like to ask you briefly because we're. Uh, we're talking to a largely Christian audience, so I'd like to ask, how did you come to know the Lord? So, back in college, I am already seeking, seeking for the truth. So I joined a lot of um, campus ministries. I think almost campus ministries um, without invitation. I just joined their fellowships. Each, each uh, posters that I read from the bulletin boards uh, telling that you are invited to join this and that. And so I would, I would join each fellowship group. And I did not feel that I belong to those groups because no one knows me and I don't know anyone. But the, the preaching that I am hearing each time uh, really convicts me and really speaks to, to me. And then one day, a friend of 
mine, a very close friend of mine, came to me and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then that's the time when I fully understand John 3.16. She shared it in a very simple and clear manner that, that I understood. And I felt something was stirred up in my heart. Then on, I did not stop uh, seeking God. Then on, I keep meeting this dear friend of mine until I found myself growing more and more in love with Jesus. So that's how I get saved. I seek and He found me. Wow, thank you so much for that, Miss BS. What about you, uh, Miss SM? Uh, actually, I grew up in a Christian family. My mom is a pastor already. But back then, I was not really into something. It's like I'm a church boy. Like, it's a routine work, go to church every day, usual. But when back when I was in college, like 16 years old, I started to know the Lord personally. Like, there was this preacher I heard. He's a very good guy, and I heard him preaching about Jesus. He just showed me, oh, Jesus is real. I encountered it, like, personally. I was crying, hearing the word of the Lord. That, that like, the, the verse, of, for God so loved the word, He gave His only begotten Son. It came to life. I, I saw it, and I encountered the Lord. Then the fire started in my heart. This is really a relationship. It is about intimacy of the Lord. It's not about knowledge or knowing the Bible or just reading and praying. It is about your relationship. Every day, the Lord is speaking. Like speaking to you, speaking to us differently in a very... Because the Holy Spirit is working. So that's why uh, it started way back when I was 16 years old. So I thank the Lord for that. Wow, grave. Um, I'm so amazed at how both of you encountered Christ in, in different um, ways. But that fire really started to burn at some point and it's still burning until today. Uh, so our podcast is called Grace Bits and it's really about celebrating God's grace in an ocean of God's goodness. So if, if you could please briefly describe or define what grace means to you. So what does God's grace mean to you, uh, Miss VS and Miss SM? Anyone who like to go Okay, okay, Miss SM will go first. When I, when I heard the word grace, actually the first word that would pop out is favor. Not just favor, but highly favor. So, uh, yeah, every day I experience it throughout my life like God is speaking in little things bigger things grace grace you are faithful you are you are the head not a tail you are to excel like that in everything you do like that's grace for me amen Miss <laughs> BS go ahead yeah, grace is is my favorite word and there are no words to actually explain or describe what grace is, but grace is just about experiencing uh, the vastness of God's love. Grace is about knowing Him deeper and deeper, and grace is about living a life that just gives Him glory and honor. Grace is not a ticket for us to to do the things that we want, but grace is a ticket for us to do what He wants. And yeah, grace is a summary of, yeah, it's a full package of His grace, love, mercy, forgiveness, favor, and everything. So grace, all in one gift from God. That's uh, that's how I I believe grace is. Thank you so much for, for your descriptions of grace. I know when we try to describe it or define it, we, we really can't. Um, but God allows us to, to, to experience it. And through that, we get to 
we get to put to words uh, how good he has been to us. So, uh, Miss VS and Miss SM, we're gonna discuss briefly. This this podcast episode is on singleness, and um, well, singleness as a status technically, and and we're gonna be talking to a lot of mostly probably Christian women, but we'll probably be talking to men also who are single. So if if it's okay to ask, they don't know your your true identity. So how how old are you now? I'm 31. I'm 37. Okay, so Miss VS is 31 and Miss SM is 27. And if if it's okay, will you please describe to us what it's like to be single at your age? To be single at my age is she's amazing. <laughs> For me, it's challenging <laughs> every day. Mm-hmm. From the challenges, wow. I think it it depends mm-hmm. upon the the people you encounter with every day because when they see you as a single person. They have their own connotation. Why are you still single? You're all can can you? Uh, I mean, can you not be in a relationship? Can you not find anyone suitable for you? <laughs> yeah, so so that's the thing. I'm just amazed when people come up to me and they will ask me, "Why are you still single and you're already 31?" And I will just smile at them and tell them. I'm single because God does does not allow me to have a partner yet, and I'm still waiting. And some people would just joke that I think you've been waiting for so long. Until when are you going to wait? So that's the challenging part of being single as a 31 years old. What about you, Miss SM? You're you're younger than Miss Miss BS. Is there that that same kind of pressure or struggle for you? Yeah, yeah, there was pressure. Uh, other people would tell me, "Why? What? What's the problem of having someone? What's the problem of entertaining someone?" Like me, no, because honestly, I'm not into that kind of thing where I could just allow someone to come into my life without even. Asking the Lord if, if is He really the one like that? I don't want to make uh, I like, like what I told her before that I choose to be single because I chose to honor God. I choose to wait. It's like that. So other people that laugh at me, oh, 27 years never been really. It's really they are so doubts. Yes, I I. I, I am able to stay single because of God's because of God's grace because of because of God's grace. So so is it that the people around you do they perceive your singleness as a, a how do they perceive your singleness to them? Is it a bad thing or are there people who understand or are there what what is it like with your family or with your church mates? How do they perceive your status? For for my family, they they think that I am just enjoying my life. They think that I am just having the having the time of my life, and they see me happy. That's why they don't pressure me to to find someone or to get married. And that's the thing, because I'm single. Whenever I am with my family, I can spend most of my time with. Them, and I think that's what they like. And with my friends, well, I have different uh, groups of friends. So some of my friends will tell me that I have to to find a man so that I can effectively and efficiently do the things that I am doing at the present. Well, some of my friends are also single and they're way ahead of me. In years, and so they're telling me that yes, stay single if the Lord wants you to stay single. Be satisfied and 
the way I see it, it's it's like I am encouraged to remain single because I'm surrounded by single ladies who are <laughs> joyfully serving serving the Lord. So no pressure at all. No pressure but, for you, Miss Yes. But mm-hmm. but but I still have this desire to be married one day uh-huh. and have my own family and have children of my own who looks just like me. You know, with your wonderful just, curly hair. Yeah, those uh, desire is still with me, but I thank God that I am surrounded with a lot of people who are very supportive with my decision to remain single. Right. Thank you for that, Miss Bias. What about you, Miss SM? Me, uh, my family. Yes, no pressure at all. But my friends, my colleagues, they. kept on pressuring what's wrong with you why you are still single it is fine now you need to have one you're already doing seven years and he was like okay that's not a big deal because i don't want to make wrong choices i have to wait for the time of the lord there is a time for everything so it's like that and sometimes yes i feel like i wanted to have now urgently but the lord could remind sometimes sometimes you know <laughs> when you see people when you see others are having their own right having yes, a partner, yes. you would be like okay i'll get jealous should i but mm-hmm. but praise the lord because he was the one who really kept me kept me through this kind of feeling that feeling lonely feeling jealous at times getting lonely no yeah. sometimes sometimes yeah. it's a normal thing to be lonely it's normal thing because especially when you are outside your outside of your own family you're, you're far from your family Mm-mm. I'm working here in Middle East with only my brother and his kids his wife so it's like that I'm like my brother will always tell me you need to find the one you need to like that they are uh, encouraging me but for me okay relax just relax god has its own time right relax Yeah, well, you told you told us about um you told us about loneliness. Now both of you have a very special situation. You're both outside the country. How does the Lord meet you in your loneliness? Like especially as single women. I love that question. How does the Lord meet me in my loneliness? The Lord keeps on surprising me. Like He knows me inside out. He knows when I am. Down. He knows when I am happy, and because he knows everything about me, he just knows how to satisfy and to to meet me right where I am. I don't know how to explain this, but each time I feel lonely, he would either he would either send a person to cheer me up, or he would. He would just remind remind a song that would uh, play in in my heart and in my mind, and that I will I will sing that song, and it will be my what's that source of comfort in times of loneliness. Another thing, he also provided the things that I love. Uh, I have cats, so I think. I thank God because he created cats. <laughs> yeah, so spending time with them is a wonderful thing to cope up with loneliness. And most importantly, the the power of technology and internet. So so my homesickness um is being lessened because of internet connection, video calls and other stuff. That's it. And most importantly, the word, his word. Whenever I feel lonely, I will just uh, utter some of the verses that I memorized during my devotions. And that would keep me going. And that would remind me to rejoice and be joyful. Hmm. Even if, even if I am single. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go to Miss SM, just touching on that, Miss BS, is there a particular song or if you can just remember right now, a song or maybe a passage of scripture that you remember really ministered to you at a time when you were wrestling with your loneliness? Oh, um, that song is a strong arm. Now the chorus would be, uh, what's the chorus of that song? Oh, and I rule the wind. Yes, I calm the sea. And the sun won't go down until I say it can be. And as sure as my world, I'll stand here right by your side. And if you're just too weak to go on, remember, child, I'm your strong arm. Then I would keep on repeating the words that he promised I will be with you never will I forsake you never will I abandon you I will be with you even to the end of age so that truth makes me say that I have to keep on going with my life even if I have this loneliness because I know that in my loneliness, I am not alone. God is with me. That's right. Thank you, Ms. B.S. What about you, Ms. S.M.? Me? How do I deal with loneliness? Well, actually, at the feet of Jesus. I am being encouraged through yeah, worship, songs, but especially the word of God always reminded me. And I would look back what God has done to me throughout the years, like for 27 years God has been so good. He has never failed. So that's that's what kept me going. It reminded me, oh, God has been so good. I think, and I have also nephews. So just like at the end, she has that. I have two nephews, so they are little, super cute, and I am enjoying. Yours are real people. Yeah, Mine are real best. people. And so it's not really that I am into loneliness. Sometimes only you feel lonely because of so uh, because of stress from work. Yeah. Like that's it. Okay. Wow. Um. So both of you. Oh, yes. I like what you said. I like what she said. Uh, I deal with loneliness at the feet, at the feet of, of Jesus. Jesus. I think that's right. the best thing. Yeah, see, I'm learning from her. I'm learning yeah. while listening. I am too. I am too. That's a blessing, Miss SM. Thank you for sharing that journey. And um, it's. Uh, I would like to know, for both of you, you still have the desire to marry. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Miss SM. Yeah. Yes, super. Okay. I, yeah, okay. But you're not in a hurry. You're just waiting. Okay. So, but how how do you think this is to encourage other women who are listening? Because we live in a culture that's very much like into relationships. How would you encourage them to view their singleness? How should a Christian woman or man view singleness? Because the world seems to think it's a curse or there's something wrong with you. You know, I think there's that notion that I'm still single. There must be something wrong with me. Um, but what's the biblical way to to view singleness? Um, um, singleness should not be viewed as a status. It should be viewed as a season. So it, it's it's for a season. If, if God sees me effective in what I do as a single person, then probably that season will stay for for a long time. If not, that season will be cut off. If yeah, if God if God sees sees uh, the way the way things ought to be, to, uh, that if He sees that my singleness will give Him glory, then I would take it as a a season of singleness. If 
if he will grant me my desire to have a husband, then I will have another season of being married. So it's a season. It's not a status. Because if if you say that it's a status, it will always be built in your identity. And I don't want to be identified as a single person. I want to be identified as a child of God who is just obeying and waiting on Him. So singleness is a season. That means it can end. I don't know when, but surely it will right. come to it. Right. I love what you said about it being not being your identity. Yeah, we're we're so much more than than just single people. Yes, Miss SM. Well, for me, singleness is such a blessing. Actually, it is an opportunity to do more, to do the things that you want to do more in life. Not just for you, for your family. You can help your family, friends. You can be an inspiration to them. And yeah. To do the works of the Lord. God has God called you for something. Uh, God has a purpose. It's not just about being married, going to marry, having a family. No, you are brought here on earth for a purpose. And the goal is not to be married. Actually, the goal is Agreed. to glorify the Lord. Agreed. Like, in everything you do, wherever you are, it's to glorify the Lord. Yeah, I'm 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 very supportive for those who are married early at their age. But there is more than that. Like if you are married, you are bound for something, like you are bound to responsibilities, you have family, you have kids. What about what about the ministry? What about the work for Jesus? So it's a good thing. Yeah, for me it's a blessing, it's an opportunity to spread to spread the gospel and to stand for Jesus because you have nothing to lose like if you have family okay I have priorities I have kids I need to earn money like that but being single it's really a privilege it's fortune yes right it's it's, it's going a, being yes. single it's a privilege it is a privilege. A lot of married people, I think, they feel very um, limited in in a sense because of their familial and like responsibilities in the marriage. So that's a really good point, Miss SM. Um, I have last two questions before we close to tonight. Um, one is, have you ever confronted or have you ever been confronted with a question, "What if, what if, what if you never marry?" How do you deal with that possibility? Because I, I think uh, me personally, I'm, I'm 25. I am a single person and I've wrestled with that. So what's it like for you? Oh, I've been questioned a lot. What if, what if uh, God will not allow you to be, to be a married person? What if you will stay single the rest of your life? Well, I, I always answer them the same. This answer did not change with or without a husband i will keep on serving the lord with or without a husband i will keep on loving the lord because he loved me first and i'm satisfied in him i think this kind of issue will not bother you if you are so satisfied with the love of jesus and every day i have to to ask to ask the lord to refuel my heart so that i will keep on telling myself that, hey, Ken, you are loved with or without a husband, with or without a partner. You are complete. So that's the thing. A partner will not complete me. I am already complete in Christ. So so this, this question does not bother me that much. So Thanks for that, Miss B.S. It's, when you said that, it's written on my <laughs> it's a reminder oh, in Christ yes, I am complete yeah thank you for that okay yes Miss SM um, how do you yes, face I, that question uh, I super agree with uh, Miss PS like I would not be bothered at all if I wouldn't have husband if I would not be able to marry if I don't have family because I am satisfied I'm satisfied I have a bride to meet in the future so it's not about being married like that. 
So it's about your completeness. What is your identity? Who is your identity? Like that. So what are you here for? It's not just about having a relationship. It's not about in a relationship or whether without you have family. It is about your relationship with the Lord. Like it boils down to that point. It's about your relationship with the Lord. Then everything will follow. Relationship, family, whatever you need, the Lord will surely. But yes, I they kept uh, that question. I have been uh, asked uh, by a lot of people. And I said, why not? Why not? Yes, and they would be shocked. Huh? Are you sure? <laughs> you would not be able to meet your kids, like have your own family. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I am fully satisfied with the love of the Lord. That's why it's good. It's a blessing. It's a blessing actually for me. It's a blessing indeed. Grave, no. Just listening to the two of you just makes me smile. I don't have much to say in response. Um, but uh, just to, to, to close tonight, you can say more and then let's just close with this question. How do we glorify God in singleness? Um, please encourage those who are listening, young men, young women, or even not so young men and not so young women. How do we glorify God in our singleness? Who wants to go first? I think the best way we can do to glorify God in our singleness is to, to point others to Him, to point others to Jesus Christ, and to influence them to, to trust and obey and believe that Jesus satisfies, Jesus comes. And it's, these things are easier said than done. But yeah, we have to go through the, the process of finding ourselves satisfied in Him. I think that's how we can glorify Him. Just like what John Piper said, He is most glorified when we are satisfied in Him. So that's the thing. Uh, let's find our satisfaction in, in Christ. Like what David also said what he said i i seek you lord i want to see your face i want to dwell in your sanctuary and then he also said better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere so yeah just just that to glorify god is to stay in him to stay connected in him because he is the vine and we are the branches Abiding, yeah, I've been looking for that word. Abiding, abiding in Him is the key to glorify Him. That's right. Um, before we go to Miss Sam, that's 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 amazing. You know, that's what Jesus calls us to do: to abide in Him, to abide in His love. Miss VS, if you can just practically paint a picture, like what if there's a young girl listening right now and she's asking. How do I become satisfied in Jesus? How you keep saying satisfaction? How? How does that happen? <laughs> It does not happen overnight. <laughs> It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, to be satisfied in Him is a daily, it's a daily battle you have to win. You mm. have to. So it's not magic. Fail. Yeah, it's not magic. There's no such thing as just. A snap, and then you will. Ooh, satisfaction! It's here. Yes. No, it's not because time after time, the world will present things that are beautiful, that are catchy. The world will always present things that your eyes will will follow after. But the key is: are those are those things really important? Are those things Um, valuable enough for you to live to live the love of your life, to live your first love, to live the one who loved you the most. So, yun lang talaga. That's that's the only thing that keeps me satisfied. He loved me first. He offered his life. What can I ask for? He gave everything already. What else can I ask for? 
So that's the thing that that keeps me chasing him. That that keeps me seeking him. That keeps me being satisfied. And the moment you get uh, you get a hold of him, you will always seek him. You will never get enough. You will always say, "Lord, I want more, more of you, more of you, more of you, and less of." You must increase. I must degree, decrease. Feel me, feel me. So, yeah, satisfaction is not an inst- instant thing. It's a daily decision. Right, right. And then like, you have to, yeah. Mm-mm. Today I decide to be satisfied. Today I decide to seek joy in being in your presence. That's how it worked for me. That's Following right. him, loving him is not an instant thing. It's a process, and you have you have to ask for help from the Holy Spirit and from the people around you who's been in the who's been journeying as well. So, accountability is also important. Have the right person because again. If you are with the right crowd, you will do the right thing. If you are with the wrong crowd, you will do the wrong thing. So, find an accountable partner. Thank you, thank you, Miss Bias. And and when we speak of accountability, uh, if you're a woman, look for godly women who will encourage you. If you're a man, look for godly men who will encourage you. Because I think that's that's where the danger lies when. When we find comfort in um, the opposite sex in our relationships with them as as Christians, yeah. So thank you. What about you, Miss SM? How do we glorify God in our singleness? How do you how do how do you glorify God in your singleness? Actually, she said everything. <laughs> uh, I am reminded with verse of love is better than life. Actually, that word love is the love of the Lord is better than your life. Better than your life that you have now. So, that's what really inspired me to to really stay like this. I, I mean, to, not just to be single at all times, but inspire me to go on. To go on with my daily life with this kind of pressures, with this kind of uh, community that we are in. Like, we people having this kind of relationship and it's, it's only the love of the Lord. It's only the love of the Lord that satisfies us more than our own desires, more than our own needs. It's only the love of the Lord. Thank you, Miss um, SM. Psalm 63 is love is better than life. That's amazing. Um, and it's really his love that satisfies us. So I'm really grateful for both of you. Thank you for being, being an example of uh, godly satisfaction in the Lord Jesus. And if I may request one of you to pray for those who are listening, maybe someone is listening who is struggling in their singleness, struggling to find satisfaction in Christ, or just needs a prayer. Can you pray for them? All right, let's pray. Papa God, thank you for for being so near. Thank you for being so real and for being so personal and you meet us right where we are. Lord, I pray that you will meet those who are listening right now. I pray that you will continue to speak to them in a very special way. Tell them that you can satisfy. Tell them that you can complete and tell them that your love is enough. Show them that your love is more than enough. And Father, I just pray that you will embrace them right now. Those who are uh, broken, those who are seeking for love in any direction, in different people, in different relationships. I pray that they will find real love in having a relationship with you, Jesus Christ, as their 
Lord, Savior, Friend, Companion. You are everything. You are all in one. And I pray that every person listening to this podcast right now will experience the power of your grace, love, and mercy. And may your name be glorified in our lives. And may our testimony remind everyone that you alone satisfy. Continue to fill our hearts with joy. Continue to fill our hearts with desire and passion to honor you and to live in purity until, until you send the right man for us. And if in case you won't, Father, grant us this, this heart to, to accept your will for our lives because your will is always the best and your plan is for our good. Thank you, Jesus, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss BS and Miss SM. We hope to uh, see you and hear more of you in the future. I really appreciate the thoughts that Miss VS and Miss SM shared with us tonight. And I'm so blessed by their lives individually. And I love that they are satisfied in the Lord, in the waiting. And even if they may never marry, they know that the Lord is sufficient, all sufficient. And it will not be a loss to them if they never have a husband. However, if you are listening tonight and you are longing for a husband or a wife, can I just assure you that that's not an evil desire? I have battled with this myself. I'm only 25, but I know what it's like to long for somebody, to to want you, to want to know you, someone who will protect you, who will walk with you through life and who will be there for you no matter what. And can I just encourage you tonight that the Lord sees you. He knows your need. He knows your longing, actually. He saw Adam when he was alone in the garden and he said, or God said, It is not good for man to be alone. He saw his need. So may I just encourage you to to bring your longings to the Lord and to ask him to just walk with you through the process. You know, like, Lord, I, I really want to be married, but it seems like I'm not even close to that. And I'm going to need you to give me some clarity, please, because I want to love you. I want to serve you. And this can't distract me from you. So please help me walk through this journey with you. And I pray, dear friend, that this will not pull you away from God, but draw you even closer to him. That he will really be your all in all during this season of your life. And that you will not only be satisfied in your singleness, but that you will be sent in your singleness that you will go and make disciples and share your life with other people and share Christ with other people and just maximize your singleness for the ministry and I tell you you will never regret it and when the time comes or if the time comes that God would want to partner you up with somebody then you know that you're complete in Christ yeah and you can work better together with that person because you know what it's like to 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 have the lord as your all in all right so i pray that our seasons of singleness will equip us for selflessness for greater love for god and for other people and let me pray with you as we close tonight all right father in heaven i'm just really grateful for this platform that you've given me to to encourage other people, uh, whoever is listening right now. And I know it's not about who's listening. Ultimately, um, it's about you. The fact that I'm serving and obeying you through this, loving you through this. I'm so grateful, dear Father, for the relationship that I have with you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son, for selflessly loving me, selflessly loving us, so that those who believe in your Son could have everlasting life. We don't have to be afraid of death or anything that this life will throw at us. 
because we are secure in your hands and i pray father if there's anyone listening who does not have that security with you i pray that they will experience you that they will seek after you oh you promised father you will seek me and find me if you seek me with all your heart so please lead them to seek you lord and honor that desire and meet them in their need father in heaven and for those who um, are longing for marriage i pray that you will just meet them in their in their desire and if it is your will to give them a husband or a wife then i trust with all my heart that when you provide it will be exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or imagine so help us to wait on you father and help us to surrender our our will our desires and our our hearts and our very lives to you because you are worthy you did the same you loved us first you gave yourself first for us and so we we give you our lives thank you dear lord we praise you and thank you in jesus name amen <music>